Maybe, maybe we'll actually edit this one. Maybe we won't. Maybe this will be the real start. Yeah. Well, Luke, bring us in. And welcome to another episode of Why Are We Here? No, no, sorry, sorry. sorry. Uh, that's my other part. Uh, who gives a who? Um, I'm Luke. That's Ben Jammin. Hi. And this, if you've ever seen ESPN Plus or ESPN2, is Jay Mims cleaned up? Jay Mims cleaned up. No like, uh, was that superstition based? Uh, you know, it, <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, it was, the first, the first time was I wanted to see if I could grow it. Yep, absolutely. Like, That's always how it starts. I got a lot of compliments, and everyone loved it. Did it look and, great. and I took it off. I'm like, you know what? Then I, I want to bring it back to the people. Yeah. And so I brought it back, and uh, I loved it. But yeah, we lost. So like, yeah, it's done. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, this was definitely a vacation beer that turned into a COVID beard, and then it was. <laughs> told by my wife don't shave <laughs> i uh i started shaving again recently just a little bit like with a razor and i walked out of the bathroom the other night and i was like this is why i don't shave anymore like my entire neck is just like red <laughs> like all right yeah yeah that's why i grew up yeah. here don't no. even bother to use a razor no i think it's one of the most like underrated things is going to that getting that straight razor going to a barber and just yes. having that yeah. Hot yeah. Yeah. it's like it only happens like i'm probably do it once a year and it's like it should happen like once a week and yeah. it's just amazing oh, yeah. it's just yeah, uh, one of the few ways life in the past was better. Well, yeah. I, I got to speaking ask, of tangents, because <laughs> who do you go to as a barber? Um, you know what? I used to do my own hair for the longest time. Love it. Uh, I just started. But you're, you're not doing your own straight blade and saying that it's that. Oh great. gosh, no, no, no! I, I would go to wherever. You know what my favorite thing would be because I travel so much. Mm -hmm. I would do it on the road. Yeah. Ooh, I don't yeah. like doing like in Omaha. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't like running in the people. Like, yeah. like, you know what? Uh, so yeah. I would travel yeah. a lot and I would just Google, uh, you know what, a cool little local place and like nice. go and like, you know what, let's go. Yeah. Do something yeah. here. And then, and that way, if I'm mad, I'm like, I'm never going there again. So, well, I really am <laughs> yeah. never going there. Well, again. I like the Steve Nash. Yeah. I think it looks oh, good. Oh, yeah. Steve Nash. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah it's a good soccer player. Uh, I got the first, may I ask the first question? Let's get right into it. When was the last time you got a red card before Saturday? Uh, never. I never? Have, I have never. Never? Wait, 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 wait. Never. First red card, and it was for you in Omaha? Including as a player and a coach? No, as a player, I've gotten sent off. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, probably yeah, four or five times as a player. Have you been carded as an assistant? Thrown uh, out as an assistant? I got to think about that. When I was an assistant coach, I mean, I've been booked as far as in getting right, okay. No, okay. I've never, I've never been, never had a red card as an assistant coach and never had a red card as a head coach. And I've been doing this for 22 years. Nice. Yeah, I was pretty close to my estimate the other. And day. I've coached a lot of games. I mean, because I've done club almost my whole life. I've done college. I've done like everything. And I and I'm you know pretty. I found out from Eddie Gordon that you were coaching club. Uh, yeah. From his welcome interview. I, mean, or, Eddie, well, Eddie, uh, I coached Eddie since he was 12 you, years old, and yeah, he'll tell you I've you never got a red card. The last team from Nebraska to make the U.S. Open Cup as well, didn't you? Um, I have coached. I, I yeah, I saw a stat somewhere that said. We're having the first ever open cup game against we were playing Des Moines. It's like, that's not true. <laughs> in Nebraska. That's not it? true. We, I've, I've coached and hosted a game and uh, it was one of the best games ever. We had a Croatian team from Illinois, Croatian based oh, oh. Illinois team come to Dodge Park. And I was a player coach and we had a, uh, our team out there and the game was the longest soccer game in the history of probably open cup. I think at least longest injury time, I think. And the first, <laughs> first, stop, first half stoppage time, was 22 minutes. Oh my gosh. 
Uh, there was there was a uh, there was, a, there was a red game. card and then not a red card. Wait a minute, it was a penalty. It's not a penalty. It is a penalty. Oh, someone's gonna kill someone. Oh, like we're we're quitting the game. We're coming on the game. This referee can't ref. Oh, we got to bring another ref in. Uh, it was twenty two minutes. Of what what back year and was forth, this? Back and forth. Oh God, if I you put me in the spot, probably around two thousand. I'm gonna say uh, nine. All right, some parent out there All who right. have this. Well, no, no, no. These are uh, these were like college guys and some high school guys. This is an open cup so, game. Some, somebody video. No, the, the cup.us, I believe, had confirmed what the team had put out. So I, I'd like to see if they can yeah. they can pull some footage of this and I, I mean, mean probably no footage because it's I mean, 2009. And yeah, somebody's Park. out there with a camcorder for sure. I mean, there's a, another better story, not in Nebraska. So it might have been that same year. We you know we won a couple games. We had to go to Michigan and play a game. Drove to Michigan. Uh, it was a terrible drive, and uh, it, was a, it was a terrible experience. But another funny story: up three to one in the game, uh, very late in the game, and we end up uh, giving up. Two late goals, uh, ironically mm. enough. Yeah, and, uh, no, I mean, uh, uh, just I, no one I, I, in the never, world. That never, that never happens to us. Three-three, and this is you know we're a, a men's league team, and we're playing a bunch of young college guys, and so now we're like, oh man, it's over. Next thing you know, we're playing a man down because a guy is had a concussion, probably in the first half, but it's like he literally couldn't like see, and so he was out of the game, and then the next thing you know, a guy pulls his hamstring. And of course. he's out, but he knows that, okay, we have no sub, like we're out. So he's holding his hamstring, walking around. So it's 11 on nine. It's in extra time because it's a great rule that, oh, we're a men's league team playing a bunch of college guys. Let's play 30 minutes no matter what. And so yeah. we give up a goal, four, three, we give up a goal, five, three. It's like, oh my God, this is going to end up eight, three. Amazingly enough, <laughs> 11 on nine, we scored two goals at the very end of the game to tie it five, five and go to a penalty kick shootout. And not mentioning any names, but the goalkeeper that was there, one of the things he told us before the game is, hey, guys, I'm not great, but I'll tell you what, my specialty is penalties. <laughs> and so right when I go back to him to say, hey, this is it, it's your specialty, he looked like a ghost. <laughs> and needless to say, we lost the shootout, and we made a lot of our shots. That was an open cup game. That was my I, last open cup. Actually, that was not my last open cup game, but that was yeah. one of them. Can I ask if that uh, goalkeeper has ever been employed by Union Omaha? That goalkeeper has never been employed by Union Omaha. Okay. But he's a All great right. guy. Brian, you're off it. You're off it. <laughs> yeah. But he's a great guy, and he's got some connections to Union Omaha. But, All right. Yeah. All right. yeah. Noted. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, so many good segues, but let's not take Oh, red card we were talking about, yeah. So that yeah, was, yeah. My, that so was, my, that was my first ever red card, and I was very uh, cool about it. Like, I wasn't upset. Like, I, I obviously – you let the cop escort you off? Uh, oh, yeah, he's a nice guy. <laughs> Super nice guy. I didn't put my hand around him. But, like, I was very calm in the moment because it was just leading up, leading up, leading up to it. And it was just uh, – it was bad. And, like, I don't want to see, like, things, like, like you go against us that's not right. And, like, if you don't know, it's, like, it's not a goal. You, you can't just make things up and say <laughs> it's a goal. And so I just basically let that – you know, I let them know that. And, uh, and then the, you know, I, I didn't like the smirk and the smile that, you know, some of the guys working the game had on their you know face and I thought it was unprofessional. And so I told them that, and, uh, that was it. It was just second yellow and said, you know, no problem. I thought about the next game. I know where we're at. Okay. Well, 
I haven't got one yet. You know, Bobby's been a head coach before, no problem. Like, yeah, yeah. I had, you know, Richmond adds two flights. It's a connect, like, so. Are <laughs> you going to just say, you're going to stay uh, home? Are you going to? We, we, uh, we, haven't, we haven't spoke about it yet, but uh, no, when I. It's there, not, there's it's a quarter kick or tailgating at <laughs> Richmond. I mean, like, uh, you got two choices. I mean, I love Richmond. It's a great town, and we've had some great food there and places. So, yeah, we'll, uh, no, but on a serious note, I, I apologize to the guys, our team, and they're like, Coach, you're sticking up for us. But I think I always, you know, tell people, I don't, I'm not, you know, you shouldn't get sent off if you don't have to. I've done it for 22 years. So <laughs> I'm not that guy. It's like every three weeks is getting something. Yeah, so I thought we need to make a statement. I need to say, you know what, this isn't right when you're, you, something gets taken away from you. And so, I think, uh, yeah, so yeah. I, I thought something was taken away from us that shouldn't have been, and um, I let the guys know about it, and it's my fault, but, yeah, I'll, I'll, now, have, to, I'll have to sit out. <laughs> now, one one question I have um, that don't answer if you're going to get a fine. <laughs> Is the biggest Stay issue the you saw there the consistency of the refereeing um, where <laughs> there was a potential for a goal or – earlier in the game of a similar level, but was not awarded to us. And then that same thing happened. And yeah, I think our them. guy, and that's, that's the frustrating part, right? Like it, it not only the call at the end, but like it happened in the first half. And it's like, yeah. you hope as a staff, you talk about that at halftime and say, oh man, you know, that was close. And you hope the head person probably says, yeah, but you know what, if you don't know, you know, you can't just make up stuff. <laughs> and so, but obviously that conversation, I don't think went on. So, but yeah, that makes it even more frustrating. You know, it happened to you and, and I wasn't calling for a goal then, you know, if, if I knew it was a goal, then I would call for a this goal. Is not, say, this is not Rashid and uh, Morrison sort of thing. Like remind me. No, the ball, the ball bounced off and landed like three feet inside the goal and Rashid batted it out. <laughs> and oh. eventually called it. Oh, but, the Des Moines one. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, and then yeah. uh, Corey Herzog buried it, yeah. but it was I went, I was like, I, you know, I was in the stands, so I was the opposite field. I was like, it's not a goal. And I went back and watched you very clearly see that it was a goal, but that's all on this one. Yeah, no, it was, you, you can, there's, we've seen video footage and goal line footage, and hopefully people have seen it that above me. And uh, yeah, it's not a goal. So, no, I, I, my biggest thing after 2020, 2020, I was just very anti ref. Uh, <laughs> just the consistency in games. Like if you're going to call one game one way or if you're going to call one half one way and then change the way you're calling the second half, like that that's an issue that needs to be resolved at a level that's not with us that hopefully we, we can find. Yeah, and some of my issues are, you know, and I, and I, I mean, I take this, I mean, it's hard. I get it. It's hard to be yeah. uh, a referee in, at any sport. It's hard. But I think this, some of the, the bigger issues I have you know, besides the obvious, you know, what had happened and it cost us the game, but the bigger issues I have, number one, like we need something, then we need gold, goal line technology or have some kind of review system. Like we're, we're a pro league, we're a pro league and there's, there's college teams that, um, you know, college conferences that do some of this stuff like, okay, we need to step up then and have well, something and like goal this. Line tech is just tech right yeah, like it's not a no I, like, I i did see like um, tennis, right? so we should have something like that if the moment comes to that and that's one of my big challenges and then the other challenges we have these you know you guys don't know but there's new rules this year within the usl that head coaches have to meet with officials uh, rules <laughs> yeah yeah. Head, head, yeah that's true i i was in our season 
four-hour season preview pod, I was like, there are no rule changes, right, guys? Well, it's a simple <laughs> one, but it's like now that I've, I always go out and meet the officials before the game and the coin toss and all that. Sometimes it's usually another team, just a team administrator or an assistant coach, but I've always, as the head coach, gone out there. I like, you know, seeing the referee. I like talking about stuff, like seeing what's going on, and I just, I like it and see the other team, get the roster. I always am that guy, but currently I'm one of the, I'm, I'm in the minority of that, and so this year they made a rule, well, well five minutes before the actual roster exchange, the head coach has to come out. It's like, well, I already do. And so part of that is the process of there's always like one point that, you know, maybe an official makes of this is the emphasis for today, or this is the emphasis. And so that was part of my frustration. There was an emphasis that he talked about that this is what I'm going to emphasize. And then it, it, it happened with one of their players. So it's like a purely hypothetical. He's going to be like, I'm going to make sure nobody's legs get taken out from underneath them. Uh, well, or, uh, yeah, or is it a uh, control the midfield? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's more like the referee will have the official will have a certain thing, like, hey, I'm gonna look for bench behavior, I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm, gonna, look, I'm gonna look for you know, late tackles from behind, I'm gonna look for you know, you know what, illegal throw ins, I'm gonna look for, and there's, there's yeah. something, and then the what the point of emphasis was for that match was you know, a certain thing, and then it happened on uh, you know, in the game. And but I, I don't like when officials change the way they ref because someone's on a caution. Yeah. No, and it, so it, it changes sometimes when someone's on a caution that it changes the way that maybe, you know, a referee can. And, and I get it. I, I, I used to referee, you know, 25 years ago. And I'm sure when I was in high school and like I get it when it's you're a human. And so when something happens, but I, I just don't part of you talking about your inconsistency. Like I don't like the, like when part of consistency and consistency like yeah. don't change the way because like i'll give another example like maybe you're up three zero in a game and the game's over and it's the 93rd minute but a penalty is a film if yeah. someone gets fouled yeah well you know it's Absolutely. like ah you know what it's three zero i thought you're about, like, you about to make a evan conway yeah. in the final joke oh but, no, uh... <laughs> no but, I'm, but, but i'm saying like if that just that's a bigger example of like don't not call it because well you know it's we're in the 94th minute at three zero like no if it's a penalty then call it yeah and so I just want a consistency from that standpoint of like, don't change the way you're thinking because of something happening. And I was mad in the first half about something yeah. that happened like that. And I, I got cautioned for it. And, uh, and then, but that was my frustration. It grew and grew and grew. And then, yeah, at the end, but yeah, that's my first well, one. And well, Jay, yeah. we're, we're glad you took one for the team and you're going to engage with the fans on May 14th, regardless <laughs> there or yeah, at home. Absolutely. Uh, really, really. It's just, Let's because, it's, a huge, live. it's a huge marketing. Since, story. since, since Luke is traveling to the game, he's very excited that you might get to the there as well. If you, if you go to there, if not, make sure you go to the corner kick because <laughs> that, that'll be fun. Uh, you get some tacos and margaritas. So did you know, it's the first time in club history we've dropped points after, like, uh, was after the 70, 78th minute. Yeah, first of all, listen to a pod. I, I could tell earlier. <laughs> I did research on this 50 games. That was our 50th game in, in the league. And the first time we were in a winning position and lost. Amazing set. Like, it's crazy. Uh, another amazing yeah. one is I, I thought about it. I think we did, besides the game, at, we had a home game versus Madison. We scored a late goal to make it 2 1. Yeah, uh, we almost game. made it 2-2. We could have. But if we didn't do that, I think of 50 games that we've played, I think every game we've scored in, we've never lost. Uh, yeah. 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 No, 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 no. Because the only scored loss we've had have been the last two that we've lost, the Madison game and this one. Yeah. 
And yeah, we scored late. So this is the first one no, of those as well. Be, if you take away that Madison game going into that game, was, we had 50 the games. The Madison game that never should have happened because, you know, we're going to one one other, other data dumps twice. of that game. Data dump, yeah. data dump for this uh, for this pod. We're 0-2 in rescheduled games. So I was looking through the, uh, you know. Well, let's not, other... let's not reschedule. Oh, <laughs> oh, I forgot. Yeah. No lights FC. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now they overcompensate with lights. Dummies. Yeah, and they do have that shit in Charlotte, too. I saw it. I was like, oh. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm glad Dami got ripped to recover. Do you, have anything, do you have anything else from that game? What did you like? What were the positives? What did you uh, take away from that game? game? Yeah, yeah. Um, we, I mean, oh, my gosh. We should have scored like four or five goals. We, yeah. weren't, we weren't great. Uh, I didn't think we were great. Um, but I think they're good. I think they have some good players. I think they have some good technical ability. I think they're one of the more technical teams uh it's an away match and i think overall those is i thought we were just okay um but saying we're just okay i mean we we i mean we we hit the post or crossbar like three times and we should have scored we missed two breakaways and like yeah like looking back at it you're like yeah we could have scored five goals in a game that we weren't necessarily i don't think we were our best and we weren't we weren't our best and uh but at the end of the day like we could have scored five yeah. And it's like, that's a good thing. It's like, we're, we're looking like we're going to score goals. And like, yes, that, that's what, like, like I, you know, two years ago when we had a new team, like that's the hardest thing to do is like to look like you're going to score goals. And I was afraid this year was going to be, you know, similar to two years ago. Some uh, of us thought that too. Yeah. And which is rightfully <laughs> so. It's like, we have a whole new team. We have all new players. We have a lot of rookies and it's like, but at every game, not going with so far, it looks like, you know, we, I mean, we may score. I, I don't think so. Not yeah, 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 yeah. Go, go, not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We got real so, <laughs> but I think that's so talking about positives, it looks like we're going to score goals. Um, you know, we have these are all new players still, and it's like yeah. we're all so we are going to have unfortunately moments of pain like that. Of what you just spoke about, of <laughs> giving up a, a late lead like that, we're going to have that probably unfortunately happen again, but we'll probably have some moments this year too where we score those two goals late and it's joy like the that. biggest chance and of the so, game from a metrics perspective was Hugo's chance, oh, yeah. like right after they scored. 10 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that shows the character of the team of like, wait a minute, you're on the away match. You just gave up two goals. Like that team should have it locked up. And literally 10 seconds there, we're going to dribble down and like have the best chance of the game. That shows with a brand new team. Like that's exciting for me. It's like, yes, it stinks. We we like to make it 2 2 and it's in. But uh, those of us in the positive seeking business thought that was a real positive. Yeah. So before Kevin Kevin was a positive, Uh, we got Kevin a game. We're so Rashid had. Three games in seven days. Eight is, days. is the number? No, never mind. <laughs> is the it? number of games that Kevin plays in his contract? You can decline to answer this. Is there no? No. <laughs> is there a number of games? No. But Rashid, the, the reason for that, Rashid had uh, three games in like seven or eight days. We we made that decision before that three game stretch. So it was like Shido get us through. I you know she obviously three hundred minutes in seven. Yeah, days. yeah, yeah. All over that. Yeah, plus crazy. Like and the, so I yeah. wasn't going to sit him versus Chicago because I mean I'm sure his elbow still hurt from. Uh, <laughs> what he did to those fans Jeez. yeah but so i wasn't going to sit in there and then obviously you have the home opener which yeah. is tricky it's not a home game it's a home opener no and so and so i yeah. said look you know let's mentally physical let's get through this let's get through this one and sure enough yeah the shutdown we did it now this is kevin's week and kevin's fantastic we have two of the best goalies in the league no. now, kevin's awesome that's why i feel gutted for him he's great and like you know he made the huge save at the end of the first half he caught like three or four crosses we dealt with their crosses all night it was fine. Like that game should have been in there 2-0, game over. Kevin comes in, shutout, another win. We've had three shutouts out of four games. Like it was perfect. And it, it didn't go like that. So I feel bad for Kevin. But Kevin was a positive of 
you know, I know he's down, but it's like Kevin was good. Yeah. Jack with the front office had had us covered with that. Uh, that was the save of the match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was great. That was really funny. Um, but but the, we, their their second goal. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> that, that, that that was great. Yeah, um, Jack's amazing. The, I, I do want to talk because we we talked a little bit about how uh, our squad is essentially entirely new, and the first time we've had a chance to talk to you. But uh, speaking of the entirely new Isaac Bala, who <laughs> well, now had, had been what thirty one games with championship last year, and this was his his first minutes with yep. us. Um, what what was a little bit of the delay there? Um, like, is it? He wasn't eligible. Okay. Yeah. Like he wasn't like the, we didn't he didn't get cleared. So well, we, we, I, we didn't have him cleared until uh, a couple of days before this last game. But I mean, that's definitely something that we we want to be a little bit more proactive on. I guess probably as a team, like we don't want to end up with a toby situation like we did in 2020 where a guy doesn't come in until the end of the season uh very happy with what toby but yes isaac yeah yeah. he's cleared but it took took too long yeah and he's good uh honestly uh, with 31 games championship and seems like the few minutes he did put in for us like is a very solid player yeah fans will get to see him does he have uh, a left foot more isaac can use both feet yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> Sorry. One of our concerns, maybe, who is our backup left back? Question we wouldn't like you to answer now, but when we, when we stop recording, you can tell us. Because yeah, we'd really like to know, but we don't want to talk about it because, you know, we suppose it's also strategic. We, no. um, but very excited to see him get his first minutes. Yeah, uh, it seems great. like you have a trend of putting Ghanaians at the back line. They've done very well for us in the yeah. past. Uh, Rashid has done extremely well. Uh, not not to put anything away from Kevin, because Kevin, as you said, is one of the best goalkeepers in the league and should be starting anywhere in this league and could easily be a starter in championship at most of their teams. Um, but those are two guys who stayed with us. Oh, I got, well, actually, I have, I have, well, before we get okay, to this, okay. Actually, no, no, go ahead. That's a good yeah, yeah, that's too good. Uh, try, I'll try. come back to my question. <laughs> what about the guys who left? Who made, who made, and Dami doesn't count, okay. or any Dami players that count. left on freeze yeah. are who we're discussing. Yeah. Who made the best move for them? For themselves? Yeah. Um, in what regard? What's what, like, I mean, like, like who do you, best who do you development of yeah, their, who their career? like the best best position to succeed? Like, you know, maybe an exceptional fit. Um, you know, I mean, you can only look at, you know, time will tell that, right? I mean, I, it's hard to speculate now because you just don't know. I think they George went answers. To, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's truthfully because I don't like you don't know. Like you can say, oh, this one is the best. It's like you you don't know until. A year later, you're like, oh, that was a good move, or yeah. oh, that wasn't a great move. And I think time will tell. I, I think there's, you know, obviously I can tell you that there, some of those guys are doing really well. Yeah. I mean, I know I, I, we went out and played San Diego in preseason. I talked to Landon, and we talked uh, before the game at length and talked after the game, and he absolutely loves, obviously, as I knew, Evan, and says Evan is killing it and doing well. He didn't get to play against us. He was uh, playing for the reserves that day, but they only played 11 starters. 
uh, versus us, and they played 11 guys. But now Evans scoring goals, he's starting for him, he's killing it, and uh, and and Landon is super happy with him. So I know he's he's doing a great job. And it's not like they don't have attacking other yeah. attacking players on that <laughs> no. squad too. And I mean, obviously, you know, yeah. I went. <laughs> I'm sure Landon has a decent eye for, you know, guys that can run and make good runs and score goals. So, yeah. yeah. And then, um, you know, Greg, I know I talk to the Phoenix coach probably every couple of weeks and Rick says he loves him. Absolutely loves Greg. And loves I've been what, watching uh, a lot of his games. I've been, anybody who's yeah. playing on the West coast yeah. is yeah. great because like Saturday night at nine o'clock when Perfect. I'm, you know, getting ready to go to bed, I can put on all their games Perfect. and watch them and yeah. like, they were playing someone and just getting their ass handed to them. And like, Greg was just working. Like the yeah. whole time running hard, but anyway, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So no, that was you know that was uh, I mean yeah, I, I talked to those guys, but I think everyone that's uh, you know gone somewhere is is uh, you know it's just a different yeah. I, I try to watch them, but obviously we have our own tapes to watch and games to watch. But I'll get an occasional text or a call or something or hey, did you see this or a coach calling me saying this is great, and I think um, yeah, I think it's just that's great for our our team because now people are going to be looking at our team now and saying. Hey, like, you know, yeah. these guys are doing well because now people are realizing, yeah, these, these guys weren't just good players for us. I mean, these guys are like the best really, players in USF. Well, yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. No, yeah. it's uh, one loaded question before I ask you a real question. Like, if Evan and Greg lead the league in scoring, like this year for championship and they finish in the top, you know, one and two or in the top five, like, that's not going to surprise me. I guess my point is, and where they, you know, and where they go and where they play, like, because those guys are that good. Uh, my, my loaded question for you, okay. Rangers or Frankfurt? <laughs> uh, I didn't even get to see the final day. I saw Rangers score a goal. It was unbelievable. Uh, one zero, like seven minutes in. What was the final score? Oh, what was that? Three one. Three one. I, I think it was three one. One of the best, uh, home environments out there in the world. It was yeah. awesome. Uh, but Rangers or Frankfurt? Because this directly <laughs> applies to one of our former players. Uh, <laughs> what, uh, I, I don't know. I can't. I can't answer that. <laughs> oh, all right, that's right. a good coach answer. Great, How do you feel about Jacob Cross scoring goals all of a sudden? I saw that. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's, uh, got two goals, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy for him. Anytime a defender can score, I think that's uh, that's happy. But I, think I Jake will probably tell you. Probably, uh, I hope any defender should tell you that. I don't care about goals. You want shutouts and wins. Yeah. And uh, you know they they need more of those. He and his brother scored on the same day in the Open Cup. Isn't that, that cool? That was yeah, good. I messaged him about it. I was like, "When was the last night it happened?" He said, "Never." <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "Wow." Yeah. Okay. Hey, Open Cup brings out miracles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. John Murphy uh, wearing the armband. Like, I always seem like a very charismatic guy, uh, but goes from playing essentially off the bench for a League One side and. Granted, it's an MLS two that has a storied past, but <laughs> yeah, eh. uh, he he's not wearing captain's armband for a championship side. Like, how are you picking those guys out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, you know, John's uh, John's got two really really good attributes that I really enjoyed. He's super super competitive and he works really really hard. But John was just in a you know team that had a talented midfielder, and John's you know, yep. 20 years old and, uh, you know, young. And I think um, it's just, uh, you know, it was, I mean, our midfield was loaded. And, um, but yeah, yeah that, 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 that is the accurate <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, well, well, when, when, yeah. And Nick Firmino too, Nick's playing like every minute for Atlanta. Yeah. Too. Like it's, yeah. he, he's their star player. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, uh, yeah. No, those guys are, I mean, that's the cool thing about soccer though, right? It's very subjective. 
you know, it's, I mean, our, obviously our jobs are very objective, but we get, you know, it's, we won or we lost and it's very different in the corporate world, but at, at the same time, it's very subjective of, you know, it's what I like is different than what you like and what Ben likes. And it's just, everyone, everyone can pick. We all know to disregard what I like. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, well, that's, that's the cool part. Like everyone sees it's, it's art. Everyone sees, like, I, I can look at one player and say, you know what, I think he's good at this, this, and this, and this, and I think he needs to work on this. And this coach can look at this player and say, I think he's good at this, this, and this, and needs to work on this. And it could be completely different. And we're talking about high-level players, could be, and could be high-level coaches. And it's just, it's very subjective. And that was a tough team, tough thing for me last year was, and it's going to be this year because the COVID started with it. And now it's some budget, budget stuff and roster stuff. But it's like, we don't have reserve games. And like, it'd be so much better if we were to, you know, play a game on a Saturday night and then take a guy like you mentioned, John Murphy, and we play 11 guys the next day versus a decent team, you know, a Creighton, a UNO, you know, a, a someone, a, a PDL team, a USL2 team, and you play, and then you play the game, let's say, oh, we win three to one, and so-and-so had two goals and an assist, and it's like, okay, like that's an object, objective information yeah. that you play forward, you score two goals, you add an assist, you know what, you're confident in train next week, <laughs> now we can get you some time so next week, but we don't have reserve games it's like it's training and it's just it's just hard so i think that's why it, it becomes very subjective and so so you'd like us to come play against you guys on a sunday uh, <laughs> maybe not the level of competition you're looking for <laughs> i think it would be both yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think it goes back to subjective I've seen highlights. At, uh, <laughs> I've seen highlights in Bellevue with uh, the game. I think, Gary, I think Gary was in goal. I saw highlights. Uh, speaking of reserve leagues, what has the impact been on our league, USL League One of MLS Next? Huge have, have you felt it? Yeah, I think for sure. I think uh, people were, I mean, it's whatever. I don't know what the number is. If it's 21, is it 22? I don't know how many teams it is this year, but let's call it 21 times 20. We're at, you know, 420, you know, call it, there's 20 something players on each one of those teams. So you're calling it you know, over 400 players. Yeah. Can, can I ask, well, immediate follow-up here, whether it's bigger in the coaching staff, the players or the refing. What, what do you, what do you ask? <laughs> like hey. the impact. Being what? Whether it's, the impact is bigger in oh, the, impact. the players, the coaching or the refing. I never thought about that. Um, I mean, from the player, I mean, the coach's perspective, I was saying that, yeah, yeah. there's there's 400 new spots yeah. that are, you know, going to players. And yeah, granted, some of those are spots that are first team guys. Some of that are spots of some academy guys that are already there, but even take half of that, 200, some, 200 players, you take half of it, are now going to different teams. And, and so it's just more recruiting and more scouting and more, you know, trying to, you know, do your homework and, and it's just yeah it's just it's more teams but i think there is the smarter players no i mean there is a difference obviously of playing for an mls reserve team and playing for a usl team that gets a lot of great fans like yourself there's a huge difference in does that. a guy like joe brito for instance having right. been at an academy before does he like get that difference better than like i was stunned watching uh Hackworth's team the ac st louis yeah. like how many guys from like missouri state and like places that you'd be like, this seems like prime recruiting territory for us, but they're there playing. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, 
time will tell too, right? The level, like no one knows the level right now. I mean, they've, they're like four games in, five games in. So the level. I've like, watched none. Yeah. You, you just, you, you know, they're playing on Sundays and it's just Sunday morning. So, but I think like, a, for games instance, Greg, I'll give, times. I'll go back to Greg Hurts. Like Greg's an example. I mean, I had three MLS reserve teams call me about Greg and Greg didn't want to go there. I mean, great, but Greg's yeah. young. He's 23 yeah. years old, but like Greg coming from his background is like, no, Jay, I don't want to go and play in front of, you know, 50 fans, hundred fans. Right, and right. I don't want to know, like I'm international. And it's like, I, they're just, you know, he, he kind of is thinking ahead. Like it's a long shot for me to make the first team. If the goal for me is to make the first team, it's an absolute long shot. And I've done this before. I've been on reserve teams before. And like, so you know, a guy like him that's had that experience knows that, but someone maybe that hasn't had that experience and sees the gold carrot of, oh man, this is my chance. Who am I? And I'm not someone to tell them that, oh, you don't have a chance of making that first team. I and mean, there's, there's always a chance. Yeah. And so, but I, but I think there is a big difference of you're probably not going to play in front of fans. You're probably going to have some guys on your team that are kids. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're not probably playing away matches and fan like it's not just your team it's the whole league right right and it's so not it's just, like yeah yeah it's so not like you're a poorly attended yeah. market right but, I, but like, I will tell you I do miss like I mean we got I mean Miami's Fort Lauderdale's field's amazing it's immaculate <laughs> and that, that, so the MLS setups on some of this stuff yeah, you miss playing in empty Gillette uh I, I do because like <laughs> the locker room was I mean nice <laughs> and the hotel is nice and the restaurant not that any independent you just, teams don't have nice stuff you just want the lobster uh, lobster's nice, but like you do miss the facilities that MLS teams have. Uh, but I, I didn't say you said Gillette, Miami was beautiful, it's, a, it's the best grass surface. Fort Lauderdale has the best grass surface that there is, and I think even MLS teams will tell you that playing down in Miami, that the surface, the actual surface, is probably one of the best in MLS. And now uh, we lose that, and it kind of it stinks, but yeah, Dallas was turf and it was okay, Gillette was turf and it was okay. Uh, Toronto, we obviously didn't go there. Uh, Orlando, we never got to go there, but Miami, we do miss. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I kind of wish we went to. Um, Luke, Luke really wants to know about the refing now. I, I do. Also, oh, because because your long term theory has been that like the the pool is not big enough already. So and they're they were now, now they're taking away 10, ten more games. The, there are three yeah. third tier leagues. Yeah, and one of them is significantly more competitive than the other two. Nisa, right? Because everybody, everybody's not very good. <laughs> I'm not doing that because we have Buos away there. Um, that's true. But, I mean, yeah, it's true. for sure. It's, I mean, yeah. there's there's not only so many officials, just like there's only so many soccer players, and eventually, yeah, you're gonna have referees that are doing their first ever games in our league or their league, and it's like, and maybe they're not ready, but because of the amount of teams now, yeah, they're like, that's definitely a goal, even though I didn't see it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sure, but it's hard. I mean, it's but it's so yeah. It's for sure, it's got to be hard on officiating and like because um, there's more teams now. And then coaches. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's 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 hard for our job because, like I said, from the scouting and recruiting and and uh, yeah, and some of the resources they have. It's just yeah. It's 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 definitely made a difference. But I know you saw kind of the offseason. But I think time will tell with uh, that league of like what they're going to do because like there's one independent team right in the league. Um, yeah, I've, Two, I haven't seen technically. Yeah. Oh, because it's uh, St. Louis. St. St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, yeah. St. Louis two is the independent yeah. team, and they have a two there, even though there's not a. Yeah. First. So I don't. So, no <laughs> so so I don't know. I think time will tell. Like next year, is it gonna? Are there gonna be ten independent teams, and all of a sudden now they will have like fans? Because I think that if you ask those MLS people that coach in those teams or 
are working with those clubs, I think they'll tell you that, yeah, they miss the, that's why there's teams that are still playing in the USL and MLS. They miss that. They want to play against man. They want to play against an yeah. environments that you have 5,000 people at their games. They want to play in front of fans like you. They want to get taunted. They want to have like, yeah, like no, they, 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 they want to, they want to win a game like that. <laughs> and like you, sometimes you maybe don't get that. If you're playing on a, you know, Sunday at, you know, 10 a.m. and it's like, yeah, you, know, you don't, you don't get that. But they're, they have their benefits too. But I think that's why I think they're trying to maybe get some independent teams. But I don't know their business plan. I don't know what their model is. I know they scrambled to put this together. And I'm sure, like anything else, they're having their, um, you know, their challenges. But I mean, they got it off and running. Credit to them. And, and they're, they're doing it now. And I just love the fact that there are more opportunities for referees. There are more opportunities for players. There are more opportunities yeah. for coaches. Yeah. That's my profession. And it's like, man, you want to grow your profession. It's like, we just created, you know, jobs for 120 more coaches. No, I think yeah. for the coaches, I think coaching development in the United States, huge player development, a little bit less refs maybe, but you know, one of the things that I, I'm going to segue here. So, you know, our league has seemed more competitive or um, what's the word, a little bit more parity in the league this year, maybe. Or alternative hypothesis, Tormenta is actually really good this year. What are your <laughs> thoughts? Uh, well, I like it. Uh, well, I think our league had, I thought, a ton of parity last year. And I think it had a ton of parity two years ago. I think our league's always going to have parity because there was a lot the, of COVID in Tormenta last year. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. the difference is uh, very, very close. But I think to judge anybody right now after four games or five games to say, you know, look at what they're doing, I think that's. I think you need more body of work. Yeah, that's I think, fine. I think that's you fine. need four or five more games to kind of really see where you're at. Because, I mean, you look at us, like you said, we, we probably had, counting our preseason games, 14 or 15 matches, and we've had like one home game. Yeah. And so it's yeah. like you just don't know the, the physical. <laughs> it's going to be one out of the first eight. Uh, yeah. You don't know the physical and mental toll that takes. It's like that's something that you don't see on paper or see in the standings. And so I think it's hard to look at the first four or five. But, yeah, for sure, they, they've got off to a – a better start and they've, and they've changed some things. And, uh, but that's what you have to do as a team. Like you hope that like, yeah, we win the league last year and we kill it that people need to look at like, well, man, what are they doing? And how do we, how do we get better? How do we beat them? And so you hope so that's that, why their defense is much better. Well, Cause we had really I, good I think, defense. I mean, they, yeah. They don't, have, they don't have a goal in a while, but yeah, I mean, uh, but, they picked up a great defensive midfielder. <laughs> yeah, they did. That's true. Hasn't played a game. Good with his head, good with his foot, great from the set piece. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I think going back to that game, I, I think a lot of us were discouraged after that match, uh, in part because, you know, Tormenta's finished ninth the two years that we've been in the league. But, you know, now they've given up one goal in five games and, you know, they've had good results. And, like, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe our nil nil draw there wasn't as bad as it seemed yeah, the, the I think, night of. Yeah, exactly. I think you can't put anything into it until like you actually start looking. And I think usually nine, 10 games in, I think you can start making some judgments and saying, okay, this is where this team's at now. And man, they need to do this, this, and this to get better. Or man, they're flying right now. If they can keep this going, they'll be all right. But I think four or five games in, it's hard. But um, yeah, I think like, because nine or 10, it starts to even out a little bit of home and away matches and like, you know, just, you know, injuries yeah. start to happen and not happen and travel and weather. And I think you get a better sense of that, but I think so far, uh, yeah, I mean, they're, I mean, I think you're going to see, you can't compare to last year and look at all oh, that, you know, a, a certain team finished, you know, here and here. And then yeah, I think every year is a new team. Every, every year is a new, like, yeah, we're just like us. Like, doesn't mean that we can't win the league and we can't, you know, 
um, you know, score nine goals in the semifinals and finals and <laughs> won a trophy. But every every year is a different year for teams. And uh, but I think you know the good news is our identity won't change. We'll have different players and personnel, but you'll still see the same stuff from us. Of guys are going to be working hard for the team, for the city. Guys are going to be pressing hard. Guys are going to be trying to win their individual battles. Guys are going to be fully committed. Guys are going to be um, you know exciting to watch. We're going to be 100 miles per hour. We're going to be on the front foot. So I think. It's just players change. And I think some other where we can keep that style and identity where I think other teams that have finished at the bottom, they have to look at themselves in the mirror and say, well, you know what? Our, we may have an identity, but uh, it's not working. Yeah. And so we got to change our identity or, or change what we're doing. It's not just maybe the players anymore. It's like, man, okay, year one, year two, year three. Yeah, like, uh, okay, like maybe we need to do something else. Yeah. So Michelotas, it's great, but yeah. you know, well, Tormenta for me kind of sums up like just the issues with COVID and everything. 2020, they were competitive. Like we drew them off some bangers. Yeah. Absolute bangers. Yeah. Like that, are, we wait, I, are we really wasting a couple minutes of talking about no, 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 Georgia? Statesboro, Georgia. <laughs> right, we're going to talk about the Hampton Inn in Statesboro, Georgia. We're going to talk about the Walmart that everyone in the whole city's at. They're so, getting a Publix. Uh, like, they're, they're getting a Publix, but yeah. also they're getting a soccer specific stadium. We saw it. We drove by it. it was, I thought we were supposed to be playing in it this year. And then everyone yeah, says so it's going to be June. Yeah. It's probably not going to no, be well, June. I, like, no, they, you guys beat them back to July. Yeah, you guys beat them so badly that they had to have a – I mean, I was at the last ever game – at at last year was at the last ever game pouring down rain and we won. I mean, I, I heard it announced five times. Yes. Last ever game, and yet we come back here this year don't, and we played there. So don't, don't I, why are we talking about this? I, I, I will say this: they got lights before they got turf. They, they learned from Chad. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, however, it, it's very interesting like the smallest market in the league is bringing in quality talent they're poaching talent from us arguably poaching talent from us we'll, we'll see if he actually makes it there um they they're bringing a competitive edge that hopefully COVID is done they don't have to sit players for half the season because south georgia <laughs> whatever but not getting into that yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, reminder we remember yes we we, we very much do <laughs> we're we're at a point in this market where the metro is almost a million people and just shy of in the last census still somehow we'll get there we'll, we'll, get, we'll get there we'll get there we're we're not investing as much into that. We're not investing as much into the fan experience as these teams in smaller markets. Chattanooga, for example, launched a beautiful soccer specific stadium. Apparently the, if you hit the ground there, the concrete is a little bit too close to the turf and it hurts a lot. Um, I've not witnessed that personally, but just, yeah. Lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they got lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, and two. And Green, Greenville has games. announced to the public, uh, the team has announced to the public they're moving ahead on that. Uh, obviously, Tormenta has done that. They're building a Publix and a soccer stadium that is going to be attached to it. Charlotte, beautiful downtown stadium. Yeah, like 
all, all of this. And that seems to be huge in what you were saying of like soccer growing in, in the country. And I believe there was some, uh, I can't remember if it was Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, but over $4 billion dropped in on soccer stadiums in the past five years in the country. Crazy. Do you think that's actually going to benefit Oh, oh, toughest question of the night. Um, like, uh, I think it is it going to benefit Omaha, all these soccer stadiums being built across the U.S.? Well, is that what you're asking? <laughs> whether <laughs> Omaha is going to get a soccer stadium and whether a stadium would benefit Omaha. Another one. Oh. We got a couple. Yeah, no, we, we do have two uh, beautiful soccer yeah, stadiums you know, in great it, locations. It can. I, I think absolutely it can, but I think you have to invest and you have to, it's, it's like, like people think that, you know, oh, well, we're a soccer team and, oh, it's, you know, your soccer is a diverse sport and it's young professionals watch soccer. And so young professionals like drinking beer and going to soccer games and, and wearing scarves and, supporting their own team and that, and, you know, we like winning games and winning matches and I like being outside, but like, that can't be a business plan. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not, it's and not. you do have to have a little bit of hope. It's not a strategy. You, you, you have to have a little bit of, of, of luck for sure. Like Cincinnati will tell you that. I, I know some of the Cincinnati owners of uh, the MLS team and when they were, you know, getting, 30, 40,000 at some of their USL games. So I think you have to, you have to have some luck. You have to have, you know, sometimes hit lightning in a bottle and do some things, um, you know, the right way. But I, I also think there, there needs to be, you know, obviously a, a major plan and there needs to be investing. Like it doesn't like Cincinnati doesn't just walk into that. Yes. They had some luck and it's a diverse city and it's a cool place and it's a good sports town. But I mean, they went into that knowing that, we want to go MLS. And so if there's, you know, five ticket sales guys at a normal USL team and there's two social media people and there's a director of sales and four people aren't working on EFAM, okay, well, we're going to try to pull all of that and we're going to pay people and we're going to invest and we're going to put money into this for a couple of years because here's our goal three years from now, four years from now, and we got to do it and we got to do it the right way. And then boom. So I think will a soccer stadium help Omaha? Absolutely. Can can there is there room for one? Absolutely. Can we get, you know, you know, someone asked me this question. You know, a consultant asked me a question of, well, what size should this new stadium be? If Union Omaha gets a new stadium, should it be, you know, six, you know, six thousand? Should it be fourteen thousand? Should it be eight thousand, twelve thousand? So well, that's a that's a trick question, a little question. What do you mean? Like how much are we willing to invest? Like how much are we willing to, you know, how many, how many ticket people are we going to have? How many marketing people are we going to have? How many social media people are we going to have? How many salespeople are we going to have? How, what are we going to invest in all that? And then if you tell me what our investment is and all of that stuff and what we're doing, then I can tell you, well, this is probably what the size of your stadium should be. 
Yeah, and fair. so I think it, 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 that that has to come first, and then. But I think, can we get something here? Yeah, we we need something here like that in Omaha. There are young professionals here. I'm sick of young professionals moving to Minneapolis and Denver, and I'm going to go here. It's like no, like now these young professionals are smarter enough and realizing like those cities are way expensive, <laughs> and like yeah. Omaha is actually cheap. Like, and people people want to go. People, One of your players people, even bought a house. Yeah, people people want a studio apartment. You know, young professionals want a studio. They want to live by themselves. They want to live in a condo downtown or midtown, but they don't want to pay fourteen hundred. They want to pay a thousand dollars a month. People want to pay five dollars for a beer, not fourteen dollars for a beer. Yeah, like they're that. Can they, can, they, can they can they afford a Creighton basketball season ticket? Yes, like these young professionals are smart. Unbelievable. Money's okay. It's unbelievable. They're, they're making money. Can 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 they afford? But but but. But it's like, yeah, I don't know if they want to pay maybe a season ticket off for Crane basketball because maybe it is a little higher. So there are young professionals here in Omaha that make good money that can support themselves and so can support a season ticket. But it's like everything's got to be right. But yeah, we we need it. We absolutely we absolutely we we need a stadium. We need we need to have it for young professionals. We've got to you know, but companies got to help us. The big corporate companies. You know, we have so many nice huge big supportive companies everyone i always in omaha everyone always talks about omaha as a supportive town it is like it's a it's a supportive town it's a whatever you have people will go and support it and that's why the swim trials work that's why the college world series works that's why the wrestling championships the volleyball it's amazing and so if you do it the right curling uh, curling. if you do it the right way people support it but you got to do it the right way but the, the major companies need to come and they need to, they need to get on board and they need to invest and they need to get there and they need to see the value in what we do. Cause we are, we are unique. I mean, we are unique. We don't have, we are the most diverse sport in the world. Yep. Like I always laugh about people. We do, we do need young professionals here in Omaha. We are losing them to these big cities. We need them here. And I always laugh and telling these corporate CEOs, like I get probably a hundred emails a week on 24 year olds that want to come work for me for $500 a month. <laughs> and it's like, what? It's like, yeah, and they want to move here. And it's like, well, I, you know, they can't get guys for you know 50,000 a year to yeah. stay here. And it's like, we, we need it. And I think soccer is, there's, there's probably eight or 10 things that need to happen in Omaha over the next five years to make it a, a cool, unique, vibrant, major city diversity. That's like, you know what? We, I'm not going to move to Minneapolis. I'm not going to move to Kansas City. I'm not going to move to Chicago. I'm not going to move to Denver. There's probably eight or ten things that need to happen. And I think having a professional soccer team with a professional with their own stadium, you know, not shared with their own stadium, I think is uh would be amazing. And um, yeah, and I've probably read just as much as you have about that stuff. So well, sorry. Are you familiar with the Are you familiar with the term nature break? Whatever you say. Yeah. I didn't need. Back. All right, uh, we we have a few more minutes of JMIMS this time, so let's go. Uh, Kamal Malcolm, yep. Uh, tell us about Kamal Malcolm. You've been you've been after him for a while. We just confirmed. Yeah, uh, Kamal. We I uh, we we talked uh, two years ago when I first uh, got the team, and he was one of the strikers I was looking at, and uh, just didn't work out. But we, you know, I, I liked him. I saw him. I saw his, uh, you know, his. Uh, video. I knew a friend of a friend that I uh, used to play for in high school back in Jamaica about 10, 11 years ago. And uh, it didn't uh, work out, but he's, I followed him obviously over his career. And obviously with losing Greg and Evan, uh, we knew that we needed to bring in some, some guys that, uh, you know, have scored goals in the past and have experience. Yeah, it worked, at out, that. It worked out okay last year. And, uh, yeah. yeah. 
And so, uh, so we got, you know, Kamal all signed up and, uh, yeah, I think it's, you know, he needs, I mean, people don't realize, yeah, he's, he, he just got here, you know, probably two and a half, three weeks ago. So he's still learning, like he's getting stuff, you know, like a water hose down his you know, mouth right now. I mean, it's, it's a lot for him. And so he's, uh, but you get to see shades yeah. of, you know, shades oh, yeah. of it, obviously the, he the seems goal. like he's maybe quick. Uh, as a, a player bit. yeah it's a little bit he's quick and uh he's just but he, again you know all the things we talked about earlier about you know we've had a club now for you know almost an identity now for almost two and a half years three years and it's like he's uh you know just adapting to how we play how we train how we attack how we defend and um he's just yeah but again we're we're four games in and so he'll he'll be yeah he'll be a good one for sure yeah only player older than me i still have a chance <laughs> sure. yeah no no it's uh it's good. All right. Um, what's the next match we play? I believe it's the U.S. Open Cup. U.S. Open Cup. You got it. <laughs> who, who are we playing against? Uh, Northern Colorado, Wednesday night at UNO. Yeah. I know a little bit about that school. Yeah. yeah I, I, I hear you may have had something to do Another with... house that Jay built? <laughs> well, is it another pitch that Jay built? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? It's a, what an amazing place. It's uh, such a, people that haven't been to a game at Caniglia Field. It's amazing. It's just the, the backdrop, the setting, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, just in a great area. It's just there's just something about that. You know, it's 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 old. It's you know, it's got character. And it's like just like yeah, it's just totally different than Morrison, <laughs> but just like totally different in like in a good way. And yeah. it's like just a beautiful, beautiful setting, beautiful place. And uh, so if they have you haven't been out there, what a chance to get out there for your first time. Wednesday night, that'll be cool. I, I've been there for a couple of matches. Somebody not from the city, it's beautiful. Yeah, incredible. I absolutely love it. Like yeah. inviting all of my neighbors to the game because I'm like, like it's just over there. It's like a beautiful yeah, place. Right Easy. Right there. Well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, sit on the parking garage, drink some beer. Yeah. Well, no, because it's finals week and <laughs> we, we don't wanna, we don't want to celebrate that. your finals. How, yeah. However, uh, we will be drinking at Farnham House, who's been the sponsor of this pod. Um, and then, yeah, beautiful, beautiful. And taking the orbit down there from, so you can take public transportation <laughs> to yeah, a game, yeah. which is something you cannot do at Warner Park. Hey, very, very true. So, um, yeah. How'd you, did you watch the draw? Um, we were on a bus, I think. That was Madison. Oh, that was the that first was one. Chicago. You're right. We were on a bus. So that last one, we were, uh, no, because I obviously I would have remembered. No. Yeah, fair enough. I think someone texted uh, me. We're playing Northern Colorado. Yeah. I wish you had, because I would have asked you your your opinions of the drawers. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. So you the, think I they froze the, the envelopes? Uh, no, <laughs> because um, if people that thought it was rigged, it's like, well, every for, every for USL my, team, it should have been us playing uh, Minnesota and Colorado. Obviously, Rapids yeah. playing Northern yeah, Colorado. It's yeah, like if they're fair. talking about money, saving money, well, like. Why wouldn't we just pair up with Minnesota? They yeah. pair up with Colorado, and there's the game. But... I, I think the reason that I was tinfoil hatting on this is because every USL team that could have drew another USL team, full stop. Really? Yes. What do you know? Th- yes, three out of the three groups that had only two MLS teams, the MLS teams drew against each other, and the USL teams drew against each other. Hmm. Well, I was Championship thinking, I was thinking, I was thinking more financial yeah. and budget. And like, yeah, like no, 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 right, but like. But that at least ensures there'll be multiple lower league teams. However, in sixteen. Uh, so now the, thinking that way, great. Uh, can we just get together? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That was a pretzel, by the way. <laughs> yeah, Delicious yeah, just some of the fine fare here at the Barnum House. <laughs> Thank you so much. With, with that being said, do you think there's a detriment of us playing Colorado or Minnesota versus being paired up with Kansas City, who we drove down there for two preseason games? Like, it's super close. Um, no, I think it's cool playing a team in your league. I think that starts like a rivalry and it's the yeah. first time we ever played them. Yeah. And it's like always going to be looked upon as like, cause let's be honest, like the winner of this match, they win one more match. Like now, now you're, you're in it. And yeah. it's like you're making a run and it's like, they're I the evil that's... universe version of us. Uh, <laughs> in so many ways. We do not have enough time to they're, get into this. They're, they're building a baseball stadium to host soccer. Oh, no. uh, their they're, baseball they're team name is the owls. Yep. Their supporters group name is for the for the soccer team is the Storm Chasers. <laughs> it's a dark universe. Yeah. Like Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. That's not uh, that's not good. I no. think that's good. Someone needs to educate. Like, yeah, 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 call yeah. them. Say, stop, stop. <laughs> we yeah. tried. We tried. I think I think it's going to be. I I think you're right on the rivalry thing. Yeah. I think it really has the opportunity. Yeah. And, and Nebraska Colorado is just one of those natural it's a classic one. Yeah. yeah. And I think. I mean, like, there could be money on the line. We could know going into the game if there's money on the line or not, right? Depends on how much they're bringing. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the club that goes the furthest gets yeah. 25K. And so, yeah. yeah. It's a big game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, do you bet that? No. No, I, I'm extremely. Bet it on black. I'm extremely happy to be playing them. <laughs> I'm extremely happy to be playing them in Omaha. Yeah. Um, that That's, it always makes me happy when, Union Omaha plays in Omaha. <laughs> does it does it worry you <laughs> that I mean right they beat uh, RSL at Rice? Oh they're, yeah, they're yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Do uh, do you get a scouting report from your friends still there? Uh, so late? Yeah, um, I could. Yeah, I'll talk to them. Okay, yeah, but uh, uh, they they work hard. They work I didn't hard. segue earlier, like back in the first minute Should of the pod when you well. talked about. 25 minutes of stoppage time because there were nine in their game against RSL for no reason at yeah, all. Yeah, like, well, absolutely well, besides not. that you're at an MLS team and yeah, 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 yeah. local refs. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. No reason at all why you give up two penalties in a game in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, like, accessorized. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, no, they're good. Oh, yeah, they work, they work hard. Song. They're good. It'll be, a, it'll, be a, it'll be fun. God, it'll be. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm having back to you know. And for a real game, obviously at UNO, and you know, five years, and it's just such a cool environment, and like just the, they're 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 laying out everything for us, and it's it, they're just like bells and whistles. They want to, you know, they they under, trucks. yeah, they under, yeah, they understand like that they want to like bring people that have maybe never been to their campus and like don't know much about their soccer teams, and just like it's a way to promote it, and that's how it should be, and uh, you know, for them, and I think it's we're so thankful to you know be able to you know find a spot. Um, for us getting a game um and it's uh yeah it's great i'm uh i'm i'm excited for you know getting back there no awesome. i i got a couple co-workers out to the morrison game uh, that never been to a union omaha game absolutely loved it, loved it they're yeah. they're looking to come out to this game yeah because it's in omaha which is well yeah huge yeah, it's, uh, it's like that, five that, minutes that, from that part, I know. that part cannot be understated <laughs> playing in omaha yeah. is huge <laughs> But I, I think we're at the end I of the. Got that. <laughs> I, I think we are at the end of our time with Jay. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe um, the end of this spot. How clever! 
one plug and one question away. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's Come to Farnham House. Yeah, absolutely. Because they've been a fantastic sponsor. As you can you see. You see about Jay the pretzel in the basement? Get the pretzel. Eggs in the background. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you can hear the bubbling beer around us, like all that beautiful, tasty deliciousness, it's it's good. Come come hang out here. Uh, but Jay, yeah. do, do you remember this one from last time? Oh, I mean, it's, it's three seasons of this. You got to know yeah, this question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony, Tony, uh, uh, one of the proprietors. Who gives it? Who? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's exactly it. Oh, <laughs> All right. I really don't. Like, I don't get this one. But. All right. Yeah, yeah, this is what I'd say. That's what we did. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. right on my hand. Who gives a hoot? We, we do. do. Perfect. <laughs> oh come on, Jay. We gotta re- we gotta redo this one. We don't often redo things. Hold on, hold on.